Welcome to a new episode of Necessity. So, ladies and gentlemen, we have an, an announcement to make. Um, my lovely and wonderful co-host has gotten engaged. So, welcome and and give her a big congrats. Um, yay! Engagements, wedding season, all of that, all of that. I'm doing jazz hands. Um, I felt like I should do that. So, so tell us. How did it happen? What, what's up? Give us a scoop. So I met a guy, and he asked me to marry him. No. Um, <laughs> fill in the deets. Fill in the details. So, um, one, I'm super excited and scared as hell all at the same time. Um, but we went on a trip to the Dominican Republic to celebrate my cousin's 50th birthday, and we both were really looking forward to the vacation because we both work really hard and don't get to spend as much quality time together. And so while we were out on this trip, he's like, look, sweetheart, we don't spend enough time together at home. And I really think that you and I should have dinner tonight, just us and your family will meet up with them afterwards. So I was carrying a little bit of guilt because I was like, wait a minute, my family invited us out on this trip. How are we going to create our own set, you know, and do our own thing? And he's like, don't worry about it. I talked to them about it. I'm like, okay, check you out. <laughs> so I put on my best. I took a shower, you know, got myself ready because anything can happen. And um, he totally surprised me. He had dinner on the beach. He had picked out my entire meal. I had lobster, not like a tail, like the whole thing. <laughs> so delicious. Um, champagne and wine and the sunset and sand and waves and just everything beautiful that I love. Um, and we were enjoying ourselves. The meal was delicious. And then my cousins came over and I was like, well, goddamn, you're killing my vibe. I was just trying about to you know, make a move or something. And um, but little did I know they were all a part of this plan. Mm. My cousins, she came and stood in front of me um, and then he got up from his seat and went behind me. So I thought he went to go talk to the guys. And while we're talking about the food, I'm bragging about my lobster, wiping the butter that was like hanging off of my chin, you know, and my cousin says, turn around. And I'm like, excuse me, que paso? And she said, turn around. And when I turned around, there he was on one knee in the sand with a ring asking me to spend the rest of my life with him. And I don't even remember half of the stuff he said because I was busy like screaming and crying and <laughs> conflicting. You know, I had like an emotional response and then I had a mental response, but mm. he totally saw all of the emotional response. It was mm. it was really wild. You know, mm. I I had this belief that I would never get married i really was like i'm never gonna get married i'm okay with that hmm. i was all right with it because my dad has been married three times oh okay three okay. times okay, okay. Right. yes so that's that's where that comes from yeah <laughs> and my mom never remarried after my dad so i was just like hey marriage is just a thing you yeah. know and some people do it some people don't so when you know my partner proposed to me i was totally surprise now not a hundred percent surprise so he's gonna hear this for the very first time but i have found the receipt to the ring right he went away to a basketball tournament and i'm cleaning up 
and there was a piece of paper on the floor. So I just picked it up and I opened it and I was talked about a ring and it was like money put down. I was like, nah. nah. <laughs> Looking at the paper, like, holding it in your hand. You're and saying I did no. It, yes. And I'm like, nah, because I'm not getting married, right? I'm not supposed to get married. So this is a ring for him. And I really just was like, I'm going to just see whatever happens. I think it's, he's just going all out for himself. You so know? wait, you guys never discussed it before at, at, at any point in your relationship? Maybe like once, and that was probably like a year and a half ago. And I just genuinely asked, hey, how come you never asked me to marry you? You know? Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like, hey, why you ain't asked me? You know, like I'm waiting. I was just curious, kind of doing my own self-assessment. But why were you curious if you had already made up in your mind that you weren't going to get married? Because it was really me checking my self-worth, right? And I think that, like, growing up, society kind of teaches us that you are the most valuable and most important when somebody proposes to you and chooses you to mm-hmm. be their wife. So it was like, You got hmm, chose. Yeah, I got chosen. He picked me. Mm-hmm. So um, that's where that question came from. It was really like me looking at myself and saying, you know, am I enough, right? Mm-hmm. You know, as we talked about in another episode where right. that belief then comes up and it's like, maybe I'm not because this guy that I'm with forever hasn't asked me to marry him. And I was just, again, conflicting. It was just like, I'm okay with not being married, but I'm just curious. Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. like if you would have asked, I would have been like, um, nah. <laughs> I don't know what would have happened. It's, uh-huh. it's wild. That's interesting. And then you said you said another thing when you were describing the the proposal you you said you had an emotional response mm-hmm. and you also had a mental response like what what does that mean yeah so like the emotional response was you know that really sloppy cry where mm-hmm. snot is coming out of your nose <laughs> and exactly you're not wearing your waterproof mascara so you look a little bit like a raccoon you know that whole thing going on that was the emotional response but the mental response was really really me you want me to be your wife? You you're picking me because I just I never I never fathomed it. So it was just like, wow, here we are moving on to another chapter, a chapter I didn't prepare to read. Ah, that's that's interesting. So, but tell me I'm just so I'm super curious about this and 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 what you're saying because you know, you're saying you, you know, you want me to be your wife, but you're already the mother of his child. Two different things to me. What's so different about them? I don't know. I don't know. It's like, I'm already the mother of the child, right? But that's it. You just birth a baby, you raise the baby, and all those other responsibilities you can choose to take on or not, right? That's mm-hmm. really, I think, who you are as a person. Um, but I guess the wife thing is like a forever. And when you have a baby with someone, and again, I'm going off of my experience. Right. I come from a divorced home. Mm-hmm. My parents haven't spoken since my college graduation, mm-hmm. right? And before my college graduation, it was my high school graduation. And before my high school graduation, it was probably something, I was doing something terrible at home maybe. And my mother was like, you're going to go stay with your daddy. Right. You know, like one of those. Okay. So... I think that might be where some of that 
kind of came from. Right, where you were able to really like separate the two, right. but that they don't have to, they don't have to coexist. Come. Correct, correct. I mean, and look at even like the times that we're in, right? right. You got a wife, you got a baby mama, mama you yeah. know, and then sometimes there's that blended family or not. Right. And because I just, we never really talked about it. And I think that goes to show the power of communication, how mm-hmm. essential it is in a relationship and not even just the day-to-day communication, but talking about like goals in right. the future. We're recently doing a vision board together, but that's not something that we had done in the past. And probably if we had had done that, then there wouldn't have been much of a surprise about certain things. We would really be on the same page about what we want for each other in this relationship, not just what we want individually like my personal goals and his personal, personal goals, goals right but really like our collaborative goals, goals our right? family like goals the couple goals yeah the family goals. exactly yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly exactly so the shit blew my mind okay mm-hmm. and now i just can't sleep <laughs> at all and i'm not even dreaming about like weddings or right. anything so, so what is what is consuming your your mental space it's just the anxiety of it i mean Though nothing has actually changed yeah, yeah, besides yeah. the fact that yeah. I have a ring on my finger, yep. the, the subconsciously there's all this other stuff going on that only shows up when I'm fucking trying to get some sleep. Hmm. And I'm not able to get that sleep. Right. I mean, I'm because you're not turning. being distracted by the every daily errands or work or, <sighs> you know, whatever else right, we consume right. our, our waking hours with. And yeah. you, you're able to just sit there and, and think. Yeah, and so it's 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 really it's really wild. So I even think of um, so you know, one episode we talked about the Four Agreements by mm-hmm. Don Miguel Ruiz, right? Yep. And so he has this other book, The Mastery of Love, that you know we both have read and just really talk about quite often. And there's this one chapter in the book where he talks about like perfect relationships, and that chapter was really about let's say Marguerite, you're a cat lover mm-hmm. and you get yourself a cat. You know, um, excuse me, you get yourself a dog instead of a cat. And you're looking at this dog like, how come you're not saying meow? How come you're not rubbing up against my leg or the couch? How come you don't like catnip? How come you're not drinking this milk? All the characteristics that you love about a cat, you are questioning this dog. Yeah, because I got a dog. Right. Right. But you love cats. Right. And so so I'm trying to put the dog in the cat box. Exactly. And so we do that with people. Mm -hmm. Right. And so in these relationships, it's like... I got with this one person, but now I'm looking for X, Y, and Z. And so for a long time, I would try to change who my partner was. Little things, you know, Mm -hmm. like time. He sucks at being on time. Sucks big time. Mm -hmm. Okay? Him Mm -hmm. and time are just like enemies. Yes. Okay? (laughs) You you just got to put a buffer around whatever time you got to get somewhere. Right. But see, it took me a while to get there, right? Because before it was like, how come he's not on time? How come he's not? Mm -mm. I have to accept. Him and time are not friends. So what I have to do is tell him 30 minutes before it's actually time to be there, right? Right. That leaves the, the wiggle room. Right. And it's a part of that perfect relationship is saying, look, you have to accept who you have and choose to be in that or accept who you have and choose not to be in that. Exactly, exactly. Or know how to adjust. And it's funny because I'm just going to take a segue on the the time thing because Mm -hmm. I, I have a similar experience and I know other women that also have the same experience. And I think, um, you know, I think we get a bad rap for the the how long it takes to get ready. <laughs> and, you know, I'm always ready before he is. 
And he's Always. a guy, right? And Always. so it's assumed that guys no, should just makeup. be ready. He doesn't, yeah, he doesn't deal with the makeup. And, yeah, I know my hair is low now, but there, there's no hair doing, like, what, what, what are you doing? What's taking so damn long? Let's go. That's right. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. So you're not alone in, in that bucket or in that boat at all. Um, and I think, you know, just no, meeting people where they are. Mm-hmm. And like you said, like, okay, is this something I'm going to be able to deal with or not? Right. Take Like, it's almost take, it's really take it or leave it. And it's something that I can deal with, with right? Right. And for a while, I thought I couldn't. Mm-hmm. It was like one of the biggest mm-hmm. complaints. And it was like, well, wait a minute. Are, am I always on time? No. no. Right. So why am I in this big funk about him being late when my ass is late too? Right. That that that's that same thing that we could get so up in arms about something that we also do or we also don't do. Mm-hmm. Um, but when somebody else is doing it, all of a sudden, like the the alarms are going off and it looks like, um, you know the. They're just not not caring or like, why didn't you give yourself enough time and this, that, and the other? But when you're late, it's just like, oh, well, blah, blah, blah. You just shrug it off. You don't have that same level of animosity right? with somebody else. And I think that that comes back to being engaged, right? Or, you know, being married. When you're just in a regular old relationship, I mean, with or without kids, right? You figure, hey this doesn't work out or they don't behave the way that I want them to, I could just leave. Mm-hmm. Right. But marriage is a little more complicated than that. As far as paperwork, I guess goes and the legal piece of that. Um, but that again, feels like pressure. So yeah, it's just but, like a lot of fear. But is it, I mean, you could, you could still leave whether you're married or not. It's, it's just, I, I guess the convenient, Right. aspect the convenience aspect of it's not it. like the movies though you know the movies is like you know what i'm out of here and you yeah. grab your kid and you grab one right. suitcase because apparently all your shit can, can fit, fit in, in one, one suitcase. suitcase and then you get up out of there right but then it's not like that and i'm not saying that hey i anticipate leaving mm-hmm. right? right right but thinking of who i am as a person commitment has been a huge issue for me this is the first real you know fully committed all in relationship that I've been in and that it's leading to marriage. Right. So it's like, yeah. And I think, but I think this, this opens up a lot of opportunity for, for you and Peter, like to really define what your marriage will be right. Without having to try to squeeze yourselves into society's expectations or their their the box that has been laid out for you um and and i think it's it's just always interesting like with this particular um uh you know uh like what do i want to call it like life milestone i'll call it a milestone Mm -hmm. and where like the response is always well have you picked a date yet? Right. Are you going to have a, a destination wedding? How big is your bridal party going to be? Right. Where this, are you going to have it? How much money are you going to spend? spend? Yeah. Have you saved any money yet? What is the dinner options? Are you going to do a buffet? What's the colors? What colors are y'all going to wear? Like, um, hang on. Can I just be in the moment? And I, I, I think that's so... 
it's it's just so wild to me that they want like people's responses i guess they don't they don't know how else to respond but ask like what <clears throat> what the data is like it can't ever just be well congratulations congratulations that's like, it like it's it's, it's got to be this litany of of questions that you haven't even thought about like can i i this just happened can i be in the moment like and i i think like where we are right now in society like we hear a lot about mindfulness and mm-hmm. being, being in present, the present right and um really soaking in what's happening to you and your experiences and i feel like those questions are just throwing you so far into the future that that you you didn't even already you know you didn't figure these things out for yourself and now you feel sometimes you might feel i know i felt this like well damn should i have figured that out right already right 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 yeah and you know i try not to take those questions personally right because Mm -hmm. Again, when we talk about like the brain just trying to figure out the gaps, all we know is that you're getting married. What else is going on, right? What else is there's all this other information that people want to know. But I wish they would just say congratulations. But it's almost like when you have a baby and after your baby makes a certain age, they're like, when you having another baby? Yeah, you know what? I will slap you if you ask me, when am I having another baby? Maybe I'm not. Maybe I can't. Right. Right. Maybe I can't. Right. But we have been programmed to have expectations for how life is supposed to look. Yep. And how people are supposed to be. So it's like you get married. Okay, it needs to happen soon. And you have to have a, a bridesmaid. And you have to have this. And the whole thing, even what what is that? The bridesmaid or the, the maid of honor, matron of honor. One of them got to be married. The other one can't. Somebody got to be a virgin and can't wear whatever color. It's like, who made this shit up? I'm so over it. So I'm going to be one of those like rebel brides. Yeah. Not a bridezilla. Right. But, but just not conforming to not societal norms. All. And I and I, you know, and it's and it's interesting because I I too like question society societal norms, right? Because they they just don't fit into today's lifestyle, right? So like historically like with 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 marriage, it's like you you needed a husband to be able to do anything. Right. Like go I couldn't get, get my own line of credit. Go, right. Right. By my by, by myself. I couldn't own property by mm-hmm. myself. Like everything would would be in my my husband's name or going from my father's name to my husband's name, right? right. For me to be able to do anything. And that's the way that the system is set up, up, right? Exactly. To make a woman believe that she must have this partner. And then it was men only, right? So it had to be a male. It had right. to be a man. And right. now, thank God, right? Right. We've been a little more inclusive. Right. And, and we're saying, exactly. Yes. And saying, hey, look, you know, you can have domestic relationships. relationships. You, and it, it could look however you want it to look. Exactly. Um, so it's really about that, that thing about control. And again, I think that that's all where my resistance is with some of those societal norms around marriage, you know, because mm-hmm. to me it's about control. Now my partner's African. Mm. So there's also a whole the cultural. cultural layer that I probably haven't even been exposed to because this is the first time that this is happening. Right. right. So I ain't even talked to his mother yet. See, but that, I, I feel like that's <laughs> interesting. Like the, the, the difference in cultures, it definitely showed up. Earlier on in my relationship with Dex, so so Dex is, you know, Caribbean American, uh, you know, first generation from uh, Grenada, right? Mm -hmm. And so I'm American, 
Like, I'm just American. Just American. Just, just American, right? <laughs> and I remember we had discussions, of, and this is, like, before before we were engaged. Like, we're just dating exclusively. And, um, you know, some of his family would ask, oh, um, you know, where's your girlfriend from? Like, assuming that I was from another, like, Caribbean island. Right. And, you know, when he would say, oh, no, she's she's um, from here. She's, she's just American. And, <laughs> and like, the, the response was always, like, a look. Not necessarily, like, a statement, but a look. Like, okay, well, well what... Why is that? What you trying to do with yeah, that? Yeah. Well, right. what? Why is that? Like, why you can't find yourself like another like West Indian um, woman? And and he he always took the position of, well, why why do I have to? Like, oh well, how's she gonna know how to cook like the food you like? And he's like, um, well, I know how to cook the food I like, right. and I can take responsibility for continuing my culture if you know if this relationship goes to marriage or children and blah 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 and so right. like fast forward okay we have our, our daughter simone and he's the person that's responsible for continuing his culture right. like in terms of whatever food he likes to eat he's the one that makes the curry goat the curry chicken the stew lamb the stew chicken and all of that stuff that he's not putting that on so me so when were you guys gonna come over to our house <laughs> i'd like rice and peas i'll i'll stew i'll chicken. i'll put it on the calendar i'll okay. i'll i'll keep him in the kitchen all day um so it's always it's interesting to me that you know, that hasn't shown up for you guys just because you weren't engaged, like, prior to this. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, Okay. Okay. Misinterpret. Yes. Misinterpret. Okay. Yes. No. They have shown (laughs) up. But I'm talking about now the marriage piece, right? right? Because there's been other discussions or expectations or questions that have been asked or assumed by me, you know, assumed on me, Mm -hmm. you know, that I had to clarify i'll use that word Mm -hmm. to clarify Mm -hmm. right um and so i'm i'm looking forward to one taking on some of that culture and in and bringing that into our ceremony you know um i even feel like i want to do a little more research about the word wedding you Mm -hmm. know and where that even comes from because some traditions have ceremony and it's not called a wedding right so i want to know where that comes from and so i can be informed when i make my decision on what we're going to call our union right right Right. the process of our union um but no uh his mom has definitely you know had conversations with me about some expectations that she has for the woman who would be dating her son now, I anticipate that sounding a little different mm-hmm. for her son's as we wife. Correct. Correct. Okay. Um, and, yeah. and that, I feel like that, that, that alone is, is interesting, right? Because he's his own person. So he should be the one that, that has that conversation with you based off, based off of his, whatever he's looking for whatever he needs i don't need that to come from a third party like because i'm right. not in the relationship with but with that's the culture moms. right is that like, like he could be somebody who can advocate for himself speak up for himself but it does not remove his mother or the mother's um position to then still speak up 
So, and that's why, like, yeah, you and I, we on the same page, right? Because we have a different culture. Right. Right? And so, for me, it's kind of like, hey, this is you and I. We'll kind of, like, you know, work our thing out. But it does not stop, eliminate, or remove any of her sharing, right? Or expressing of what she thinks, feels, desires, wants, or expects. And that's maybe just who she is as a person or a culture. I think it's a little bit of both. But learning that allows me to respect that, not take it personally. personally, Right, right. um, And really just show up with love either way. Right, because I I think, you know, she's probably just operating based off of, like, her experience and what she knows, right? Right. And I think it's always always interesting because, um, you know, like, Dexter's mom, like, and, like, she's just really great. And she, um, when she was marrying, like, his dad, I think his dad's mom would butt in mm-hmm. like constantly and she had to figure out the best way to navigate that and because that was her experience she doesn't meddle at all in our relationship wow, see. because she knows she's been on the receiving end of that mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. understands that like this is that's not that's not how you do it right. like you can you can give guidance Especially when, when asked. asked. Especially when asked. Yes. Remember that song? <laughs> your mom is in my business. She's in my business. Can't you see, girl? Your mom is trying to end this. Like, I think of that. Yeah. It's just. It's just like, you know, when asked, just give your advice or your guidance. And and I think, like, as an adult, I think one of the things that annoys me the most is like unsolicited advice. Yeah. It's just, just everybody mind your own business. Yeah. Another one. <laughs> like, my, just, just mind your business. Mind your business. But I, I don't even know what that's about. You know, well, you know what? I mind other people's business. And I think like of my friends or something mm-hmm. like that. Like if they have a situation going on and, they're just telling me a story. I'm still learning how to create that space where it's like you just share and I just listen. Yep. Um, but I also know that when I'm challenged in that in creating that space, it's I know I'm showing up with love, but I have to understand that whatever is going to work out for that person is going to work out for that person. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just having that boundary and that understanding. Um, and you know, for the the older generation, it's just like it is what it is. You know, I have tried to teach, you know, elders about their lane, you mm-hmm. know. Um, mm-hmm. But it's I don't think that's a battle that can fully win. Right. But it's sometimes it's worth um, showing up. It's worth kind of talking, talking about. about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it is. I, th- I think, you know, just being able to to question things and and really try to decide whether or not like something works for you. And so we, you know, we were talking a bit about societal norms. So, you know, my, I know the answer to this question for myself, but I'll, I'll ask you if, if Peter had proposed without a ring, would, would that have swayed your answer? What, what, like, 
Well, what you impact say without a with, ring? Without, like without nothing? A, with nothing. Not even with like a glass nothing, of wine? Nothing. No no ring, uh, no uh, ring pop ring, no, nothing. Not a string. The, the dinner, everything else, everything else And was he was the just same. kneeling down in the sand and just say, I want to spend the rest of my life with you. Yes. He would have definitely had to turn that into a question, right? <laughs> I want to spend the rest of my life with you. Would you marry me? I would say yes. I, because to me, the mm-hmm. ring, again, is a part of these these norms, right. right? What does that ring actually mean? Right. So here, I don't know these people personally, but in another, another life, I feel like, you know, Beyonce and I are really good friends. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I've actually met Jay-Z, so, you know, we're cool. <laughs> and Beyonce doesn't wear her ring. You know, they don't wear their rings per mm-hmm. se. They have, like, some little tattoo right. or, or something like that. But it's really, like, who's the ring for? Right. You know, I think... In a way, the ring is just a way to almost like, mm-hmm. and I'm Go saying, there. Go it. it's it. a brand. It's Do like it. to label your Do territory, it. to mark your territory. This mine, mm-hmm. right? So even like recently, I'm going to Miami and I made a joke and I said, I'm not going to wear my ring to Miami. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, wait a minute. I need them to know you're already taken. Mm-hmm. So I find that interesting mm-hmm. because how... Before the ring, how did people know I was taken? They would try to push up. And you say Because, you know, I was out there looking good. <laughs> they would try to push up. But I would say hey, that sorry. I'm in a relationship, yeah. you I'm know? The market. So the ring, I think, is really like to say, for me, uh, it's almost like I own you. Like, here's this ring, and now you're mine. And it's one way, because he doesn't have a ring on. So you get to be out there all willy-nilly. <laughs> And the only thing I'm relying on is your honesty to sit in your faithfulness that you will say, I'm in a relationship. You know, and that's not something that I like, you know, think right, about or right, worry about. Right, but, but we're like taking me and Peter out of this, this and we right, look at we're just looking at human beings, exactly, right? Exactly, exactly. It's like, yeah, the guy gets to go around with no ring until you actually get married. And if you don't get married for five years, that's five years of you going around right. with no ring. Right. While I'm walking around all claimed. Right, and it and it's interesting because Dex and I have had this discussion at length, and even before we got engaged, and you know, he was just like, he was like, oh, he was like, the whole engagement ring process. He was like, you know, he was like, I I don't really believe in it. It's like it's pretentious. It's it's you know, uh, it's one sided. Like I, I, you know, I I don't I don't want to claim ownership on you in any way and this and the other and you know he broke down that whole argument several times and I was like yeah yeah no I I get what you're saying but I still want to work right that's so funny <laughs> like I'm, it's just like okay like yes I I get it and it's interesting and I can understand where you're coming from and and the logical part of me is rocking with you so what you want but, the ring but what I does still it mean want it. it I I still want it because it's it's nice and shiny. <laughs> it's what it's, I want. Yeah, it's 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 what I want. Like, and I always, you know, and I didn't really have, um, like grandiose expectations of it. Like, I really would have, I would accept any ring that he gave me, right? Because it's it's like what it symbolizes is more important than like what it, it is mm-hmm. it, it in its physical form. Um, but I I just. I like 
I like the idea of it, even though I can agree it's problematic and I and I I can understand like the whole like branding aspect of it. And, you know, it's interesting because I don't wear it all the time. Like I, I take it off like to shower and stuff. And like sometimes you forget I, to put it back on. I forget to put it back on and I don't even fit. I'm just like, oops, I didn't wear it today. And I don't, you know, I don't think he's ever noticed that, oh, hey, you don't have the ring on here because it's, it's not that huge of a deal for him. for him, right? And it's just like, I know we're together. You know we're together. And that's, that's it. That's it. And I think that that's a huge shift. And that shift is, again, breaking out of these societal norms. We've right. just been raised on it. I mean, you look at even commercials. If you see a commercial and mm-hmm. it's a man and a woman and a kid, that woman has a ring on her finger. Right. Right? They have to let you know that these people are married and have this kid. Yeah. And and it's 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 so interesting that that's still like the, the poster mm-hmm. picture for the nuclear family, especially in where we are now, where there are are so many variations of family, of right. family like mm-hmm. without even like blood relation and, and things of that nature. So are they less legitimate? Right. Are they less valuable? Should we not strive for those different combinations right and i think that that's that's where again being clear on who you are and what you want matters the most because Mm -hmm. then you don't get caught up in all of that right it's just like that's what they're doing but this is what i'm gonna do and just be okay with that so i think that's also what i'm being challenged with internally it's like just being okay with whatever it is that i want um and whatever we want instead of what other people want or assume for us, you right. know, in in all ways of this relationship, you know? So it's 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 very interesting. Very interesting. You gonna so like when you get married, are you gonna take on last name? What are you gonna do nope. with your name? Nope. That that was that was something that was discussed bef- before we got engaged as well. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think that that piece is very old timey, right? Mm-hmm. It, it's like, um, well, uh, I'm me, right? Right? I'm Marguerite Pierce. That's who I was born as, and that's who I'm going to die as. Um, I don't feel like it's necessary for me to take on his name, and you know the way that that conversation came up I think you know we had been talking about um marriage here or there and I and I just said I said hey uh you know how would you feel if if I didn't take your last name and you know he paused and you know Dex is just very thoughtful like he he pauses before he answers sometimes I just answer but um he pauses and he really um considers what's being asked and he he said he's like well no, it it. He said it it wouldn't. It, he's indifferent about it. Like he has no feelings about it because he understands that it's not a necessity 
into in today's society. Like I don't need to have his name to go get the the bread from the bakery or the the milk from the um who sells milk? I don't know. The supermarket. I couldn't. The cow. I, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> who sells the milk? Um, the milkman. Um, <laughs> Jesus. This, see, that's where I'm trying to go back I to. I see. And my mind didn't wasn't wasn't rocking with me, but um, yeah. So he 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 realized that. Um, and he's like, yeah, no, I don't. I, again, like I don't need to claim ownership of you in that way again it's the i know we're together and you know we're together so wait so you're not even hyphenating it no, you're just no. straight up i'm Marguerite i'm me. Pierce. i'm not changing i'm not going to um uh the social security office and getting a new birth certificate Everything. or social security card and passport it's just honestly it's it's like a paperwork nightmare to me right, too right. but mm. i mean that's just like the other the afterthought of it um it's just like i don't i don't want to be bothered with any of that but two like i just i'm me like this is this is my name and this is my name Hmm. i'm dancing between a little bit of both right like Mm -hmm. there's this part of me that knows or assumes because we haven't even had the conversation yet Mm because it's still all very new Mm -hmm. so it's like really uh prompting me to remember to have this conversation with him after I have the conversation with you all first. <laughs> um, but the conversation of, you know, I assume that he wants me to take his last name. Right. I just mm-hmm. feel like that that's the type of guy he yes. is. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's this compromise within me. That's like, huh? All right. That's something that you really want, but I also really want to keep my last name. Mm-hmm. So I'm willing to like hyphenate it. But then there's this other side that's like, I just want to be Lindsay Jackson as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and because we have a daughter together and we kind of even said it to her when we talked about the engagement that was like, look, now we'll all have the same last name. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, I still do it. Yeah. You know, because that's something that I know that my daughter is real. Our daughter is really looking forward to is us mm-hmm. having the same, mm-hmm. you know, last name. So. It's not decided yet. I got plenty of time, which is the great thing. Right. Um, and it's my choice at the end, end of, of the, the day. day. Right. Right. Because nothing would change on his end. Again, you don't have to wear a ring till it goes down. You don't have to change your name when it goes down. Right. You know, so all of that is really in favor, in a sense. That's right. right. For the guy that that the decisions don't really have to be made there besides the fact that you choose to marry somebody. Yeah, no, I think I think it's interesting. And, you know, I've thought in in the past about, you know, everybody having the the same name. But again, I'm just like, okay, well. There, there's plenty of families out there, blended families that they don't oh, have definitely. the same name. So that are they not? Are they less of a family because not they don't have the same, the same last name? Just as and then valuable. I even I I I did even consider, you know, when Simone was born, just giving her my last name, and like that was something that we discussed too. And he was indifferent about like if that's what I had wanted to do, then wow. we would have done that. That's powerful. Um, Go Dex. Uh, so like he's he's very like open minded when it comes to things of of this I nature. I um, so I was just like, oh, I knew that wasn't gonna be a uphill battle at all. Um, yeah, so it's 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 interesting. Like I don't 
I don't think because Simona and I have different last names that I we're not I'm not her m- mother right, like right. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm I'm your mom like right, no question no question about it exactly um yeah no I think it's I think it's really interesting and I think um you had brought up something about the mastery of of love and and as we were talking about rings um there's a, a different part or a chapter or a story of, of the mastery of love that talks about like the man who didn't believe in love. Yeah. And, um, you know, highly recommend you, you folks, uh, read it or get the audible. It's, it's a really good book. Um, and you know, the story about the man who didn't believe in love, like he, he, he really didn't experience love. So he, he assumed <laughs> That it didn't exist, right? Until he finds a woman that had the same experience as as him, that also believed like she she was hurt before, and um, she didn't believe in love either. And they start spending more and more and more time together, and then love started to develop, and everything was rosy and great and grand. Everybody was happy, and I think there's this this moment where. He was so happy that he looked up in the sky and there was like a really great star and it embodied the happiness that he was feeling. So he plucked it out of the sky and what does he do with it? He gives it to the woman. The woman didn't know what to do with it and is like, uh, sorry, Holmes, I'm out. Wow. And, you know, that story is meant to illustrate how sometimes in our modern society or I'll say Western society and culture that sometimes the the exchange of the rings is that you're putting your happiness in the other person's hand. Hmm. And I think that's a setup, though. Like, if that's the foundation of of your relationship, you you need to rethink that like as soon as possible, because I think you, the the two, whoever is in the relationship should be happy, independent of one another. Right. And my happiness is, is not rooted in Dexter, like at all. Like Dex is a, is an added bonus. Like our relationship is an added bonus. Like, I'm happy with him, but I would also be happy without him because the happiness is internal to right, me. Right, right, There's a, a Time magazine out, um, and the title or the focus for the entire magazine is about love, and it speaks to what you just mentioned, that relationships, marriages specifically, will last longer when they're is a lack of a codependence, mm-hmm. right? That it's really important to be independent, you know, um, and have your own goals, your own vision, your own beliefs, your own values, your own dreams, and go after those and still have the relationship. But to then put that or project that within the relationship and say, hey, it's up to you to help my dreams come true. It's mm-hmm. up to you to believe in my dreams and to push me and to, you know, make me matter. You're setting yourself up for failure, right? right? That relationship is going to fail because it's banking on something that can't exist, right? 
and that is leaving joy in somebody else. So I really look forward to, you know, keeping you all updated <laughs> about what happens over the next, I don't know, I say it's a year and a half, I say it's two years who knows? But y'all better not have no expectations for me, okay? <laughs> so if I come back next episode and we married, you just say congratulations. congratulations. Exactly. And and smile, right? And it's just so interesting like how there these these time expectations and it, it it's it's crazy because I was just curious, especially like when I I heard your news and I was like, "Oh, well, oh yeah, that that's great." I was like, "Oh, well, damn, like me and Dex have been engaged going on five years now. Like, there's no there's no time limit. Like, you define it yourself. And I, I was just curious as to what the average, like, timeline between, like, engagement and um, there's marriage. There's an for average. The, there's a, as the average cu- uh, couple in America, it's 13 months. Wow. And, okay. and wedding, um, wedding uh, professionals suggest that you wait three weeks after your engagement before jumping into wedding planning. So I'm oh, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm I'm super behind according I'm, to those the statistics. I'm right on track then. <laughs> I'm good. It's all good. Based off of statistics, I'm good. Finally. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, too funny, too funny. But um yeah, I think I think, you know, in some I think we just, everybody just operate how you see best. Right. And communicate about it. Exactly. Early on. Early on. Be clear. Don't make assumptions. Like, be really clear um, about what you want and make sure you have clarity about what the other person wants. Yep. Totally. Now that brings us to tea time. Clink, clink. Clink, clink. For this week, uh, the T is for time, right? We were just talking about, uh, you know, what wedding planners suggest uh, uh, you should wait after your engagement, and I'm I'm so far uh, over that time limit. So create and operate on your own timeline. It's not a race. Mm-hmm. Do what you feel is best. And the E is for explore. I want you to be your own little Christopher Columbus. You've got to explore your own. Maybe not him. No, right. <laughs> well, not him. well, I mean, all of them, really. But anyway, we know. Right, we're not going to go there. That's yeah. a different episode. Yes, yes. So, yes. Um, all right, maybe not Christopher. <laughs> all right, but point is, is that we want you to explore, right? Really explore your values, your goals, your beliefs, and see what you share with your partner. Do you have the same goals, values, and beliefs? And if not, explore the common ground really to figure out where you both can meet each other on the other end. And the the best way to set yourself up for exploring um, all those things together is to avoid the A. This episode is for avoid expectations and societal norms that don't resonate with you and that don't uh, fit into your the definition of your relationship. That's right. So sip on that tea. Oh, yes. Okay. And remember to follow us at N-E-C-E-S-S-I underscore T-E-A underscore 
podcast on Instagram. That's right. That's right. (laughs) Y'all going to know this by heart, okay? You're going to be saying it with us. You're going to ride in the car. You're going to say, any, C-E-S-S, okay? It was great being with you all. Thanks for listening. Peace.